you know, there are a lot of different parts of lefties. There's lefty the cigar roller, there's lefty the truck driver, there's lefty the uh, entrepreneur, there's lefty the salesman. So that's pretty much, you know, like uh, the, the Wizard of Oz, the great and powerful Oz has spoken. Sure. Attention to the man behind the curtain. Sure. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Burndown. Today, we have a guest. We can certainly see him in the studio if you're watching, but on camera or in the video, wherever you're watching, you can't see him. This is Lefty from Lefty Cigars. What's up, brother? How are you guys? Hey, man. We're living the dream out here. Just another interview in the studio, smoking with a smoke cigar guy. And uh, being a little, being a little inconspicuous, hiding behind the camera, I kind of like it. This is a new experience for us. So the people that are, people that are listening, I mean, what what we have here is you, whoever's watching cannot see him. So the people that are listening, it doesn't really matter. But if you're watching this on YouTube, yeah. we can clearly see him in the studio. But you guys, you got to have just a picture of Lefty's logo right there. And why is that? Why why so, why are we not allowed to show the the nice chiseled, handsome face of yours? Thank you. There are, you know, there are a lot of different parts of lefties. There's lefty the cigar roller. There's lefty the truck driver. There's lefty the uh, entrepreneur. There's lefty the salesman. So that's pretty much, you know, like uh, the, the Wizard of Oz, the great and powerful Oz has spoken. Sure. Attention to the man behind the curtain. Sure. Same I like it. Keeping it, keeping it, uh, I don't know, what's the word? I guess the surprise factor with it. Because you said all your Instagram, all your website, it's not, there's no pictures of your face. It's just all your hands. Right, because like I said, there are so many different like, there are so many different lefties, and in, in the world in general, ten percent of the world is left-handed. So what, I'm what, one of them. I was gonna say, so what? What lefty are you? That's what I want to know. Are you lefty I the guess, uh, lefty the, the cigar picture guy? Cigar, lefty <laughs> the I'm, salesman. I'm the left-handed the picture, I guess. Le- lefty the Instagrammer. Yeah. That's that's. <laughs> lefty, well, I'm the lefty who put it all together. Lefty, lefty, lefty the quarterback. Lefty that's the originator. Lefty the the original lefty. That's the it. OG lefty. Well, actually, who is the you know who is the as original far as lefty? Cigars call. I left nothing out. Yeah. Lefty. So ten percent of people. I mean, I'm not left-handed, but I throw lefty. I swing a bat lefty, and that's about it. Really? But you don't write with your left hand? I write with my right hand. Ambidextrous, as yeah, they call yeah, sure. it. That's what the cool kids call it nowadays. So, um, what was it? What was I saying? catch lefty. That's about it. <laughs> catch lefty how? <laughs> I, I catch lefty and throw righty. That's oh, I guess. Oh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I'm but, um... Yes, sir. Oh yeah, let's let's so let's let's get into what we're smoking here, okay? Yeah, so. Because we, I mean, he certainly got a very interesting um, cigar. We're smoking barber poles, and I, I guess. So, would you consider that a barber pole? Technically, you, yes. Technically, because it's dual it wrap. Triple X, but it's the same Connecticut X, yeah. and Maduro as a barber pole. Yes. So, for those who can see that are listening, that the, the triple X. If you look at the side. Of the cigar, like a profile, you'll see three X's. Mm-hmm. So it's a barber pole. It's a it's a dual wrap, and they've cut out three X's Thanks. on the side. And Eric and I are just smoking um, traditional barber poles. And how and how we got in contact with Lefty was, believe it or not, I actually, you no, know, before we even met a few years ago, I would actually see your trucks out and about in the city when I was there, and I was like, Lefty, that's a cool name. And I actually remember working from a. I was working with my old job, and a guy from Brooklyn, he was like, oh, you like cigars? You got to try this guy, Lefty. Lefty Cigars. I'm like, oh, yeah, I've seen his trucks before. I'm like, I don't know what he looks like, though. And then, last year at the Columbus Day Fair in my town in Eastchester, who was it? Lefty Cigars. And here he is. Right, we met up in Scarsdale. I remember that. That's it. Nice event up there. Awesome event. Real nice. Good, good, uh, 
good Italian heritage that we like that we like to love there. East Chester is very Italian, which is uh, always refreshing. Well, did I say Scarsdale? Is that is that not? Am I not right? Scarsdale. It's it's East Chester and then Scarsdale. It's like right on the border. Okay, so like, gotcha. every time you say Scarsdale, I just I think of your bachelor party at Arizona. Why? I don't because of Scottsdale. I just, it just it, in my head it goes Scarsdale, Arizona. No idea. Well. I tried doing it with the match, by the way, and just couldn't. It, the it thing about Scarsdale, work, so. I'm sure you know, but I think there was a famous doctor who created, created the Scarsdale diet or something like that, and he I ended up that. and he and he uh, murdered his wife. I think I think I think that's who it is. It's Scarsdale doctor killer or something like that. I'm sure it's Googleable. It's a beautiful town. It's really nice, yeah. you know. Uh, taxes suck, but. <laughs> Get you what we pay for. Taxes in New York suck. Not just Scarlet. It's anywhere in New York. Just in general, right? In general. Taxes fucking suck in general. But, all right. So, uh, I want to talk about a couple of things that people that are watching can see. We got these five um, sample packs right here. And I want to... I want you to talk about each one before we dive really deep into... I want to address the... uh, the product on the table, okay? Yeah, the product placement. So we got five right here. So let's walk through this from from the camera view uh, on the left. So we start to the, with the left. So the left one. What is this left, one right here? Start with the left. Lefties that's, always start with the left. That's a tequila cigar. So most of ninety nine percent of lefties hand rolled cigars flavored stuff is Connecticut based, more mild. Works better with the flavors. That's tequila. Good cigar. Okay. So this is the tequila. What's that? And I imagine each one has got its own liquor. So this one's yes, tequila. Which up. one's this? That's cinnamon. So that's like a seasonal item. We make that from like, let's say, Columbus Day through about New Year's. Okay. It smells like Christmas. If you open that bag up, it's... Okay, well, now, now I got to open up <laughs> the loves Christmas. bag. Okay. Uh, I can't... I came in fat... I came and look at cinnamon... Uh, Oh my whiskey. God. <laughs> I drank too much I drank too much fireball in college. Dude, this smell dude, you know what this it's smells terrible. like? This smells like apple cider donuts. That's what this smells like. All right, give me people that. say cold the Christmas cookie. Dude, it smells outside. legit like apple yeah. cider donuts. Oh wow. Right? Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the Jack Daniels. That cigar smells amazing. It smells like apple cider donuts. Yeah, it smells like an apple pie, apple yeah, cider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, that smells hella good. That is I like that, that is Great. Okay. Well, then, if the next one, I'm assuming is going to be banana because it's correct. I gotta smell the banana. Gotta smell. That's I'm, more of a summertime flavor. We usually make that like from Memorial Day through Labor Day. Okay. Crazy. And I'm not the biggest fan of flavored cigars, but if it's not like until you try one of them. Well, you know what? I had the I had the uh, the one that you gave me a couple of weeks ago at the right. Columbus Day Fair. It was the uh, probably the vanilla cognac. It's the most popular. The, no, it was the flavor. mint. Oh, it, mint, mint, and it was. The little short guy, yeah, and it was the mint flavor, and I was like, really, a mint flavored cigar, and it was actually really good. Thank you. Oh wow, wow! Is that is that manner? This smells like a scratch and sniff. Oh my god! Smell that bad boy. That's crazy. Oh, (laughs) bro, that's it. Smells it. It smells like the um, you know those little banana candies. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Exactly like those so banana how you, candies. How would you remind me of uh, when you go to the dentist when you're a kid, they give you the banana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff to numb you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The filler. Like uh, you get your teeth cleaned right. or you get like a, a cavity removed or something. They give you that, that cleaner stuff. So how do you how do you get the flavor of banana, apple pie? How does that – what's that process okay, like? Okay, so there are a few um, – I'm going to call them as opposed to hand roll. I'm going to call them like retail cigar companies out there. I guess brand name cigar companies. Mm-hmm. That makes some flavored cigars, but what they do is they inject the flavor into the cigar, and then what happens is after two or three puffs, the flavor's gone. 
my cigars, you're going to smoke and have the flavor all the way through. If you smoke, you know. I that. have, yeah. That's because we actually waste the full leaf. We spend a little more money to keep the customers happy. So mm-hmm. each cigar there is a, is a fermented a full leaf for three weeks in whatever flavor that's. Wow. Okay. Okay. And that's why. Now, do like the big cigar companies do that too with their flavored cigars? From my experience, I don't know. I, I haven't tried every one of them, but the ones I've tried, always after like by the third puff, you're like, Oh, it was a nice coffee flavored cigar for the first three puffs, yeah. and it's not anymore. Well, a lot of times I feel like they'll they just the chip. Or they the just end. dip it, right? Yeah. Say, oh, it's infused, dip but or, they just or infuse. Yeah, and I go, eh. even even infusing it doesn't work as well as. So you guys let them soak and then entirely, and then that's, uh, that's pretty wild. I like that. All right, so let's get into the, the next one. So what's this one? This one. That's a vanilla cognac. Oh, oh got to smell that. Got a little Henny. That's got to smell. Most popular flavored cigar that Lefties makes and sells. And what's this one? This vanilla cognac. Vanilla cognac, yeah. Damn, son, where'd you find That's this? That's the first flavored cigar you'll turn a, a traditional cigar smoker into a flavored cigar Damn. smoker. Let me see. Let me see. Oh, here. I can't get enough of this. All right, I got I to gotta smell. I gotta, that smells hella I got to take a whiff of this bad boy. Hold on. I got to get a glimpse of these warlocks. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's just subtle. That's yeah. real subtle. It's not overpowering a for sure. A touch of cognac, touch of vanilla. I like that. That's real subtle. Okay. Like I right. said, that's the first flavored cigar you'll get a guy to say, hey, I smoked Maduro all my life or Connecticut or Habano. Wow, now I like the vanilla cognac. So, okay. So now, and this last one. That's it, rum. I picked that because that's one of my personal favorites as far as liquored cigars go. Okay. Oh, so these are all liquored. Are they all liquored cigars? Yes. Oh. Banana, banana's not banana. a cigar. No, I'm, I, but I'm these all. Not Cinnamon's not either. But oh. this one is. The that one is. is. The vanilla cognac is. Yeah. See, I'm, I got. I haven't even. I haven't even smelled the tequila one. I got to smell. I got to tell you, if I, you know, I got to smell the tequila. If one. I'm gonna do flavored cigars, Lefty, it's gonna be, it's gonna be Lefty cigars, because, to be honest, like the acids, I don't smoke any of those. I, mean, I smoked once when I was maybe trying them out. Can't right. do it. The, what do you call them? I think uh, Rocky Patel makes a few flavored cigars. Can't do it. But I smoked that mint, and I thought it would have been like an interesting combination because, you know, when you smoke a cigar. What do the guys do when they get home? They get mouthwashed so their wives right. or girlfriends don't yell at them. So when I smoked the mint, I was like, maybe. You kill two birds at one stone. Exactly. <laughs> I don't think it worked at the end of the day, but it was a good thought. But it tasted really well. I think I told you about it. I said I, I was smoking this mint flavored cigar yeah. and it, it wasn't like, it wasn't mouthwash. It was, uh, I guess it was, yeah, it was like um, chocolate chip mint, like that type of flavor. It wasn't chocolate chip, but the mint flavor was. Even now for the holiday season, we make those um, mint hot cocoa. Oh, mint hot cocoa! Yeah, I, I didn't have any extra to bring. Actually, oh, we, we weren't out very, very fast between now. So you got a whole line of of flavored stuff at, yeah, at Lefties. Yeah, most part. Yeah, he has even. I still have a couple uh, football ones from last year. Mm-hmm. I bought. I like those. I always smoke one of those on it's, on Super it's not Bowl a football Sunday. Cigar? No, no. It's like this with a football with a tobacco right. leaf. So that's, that's yeah, yeah, like like a barber pole, but like that one, but instead of no, an, it's, it's a Maduro torpedo with a football in Connecticut. Or Maduro Torpedo with a football and Candela yeah. green. So, like, ah, AFC, NFC type of thing. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. Get fans go for the Candela. Of course, yeah, of course. It. Now, actually, fun fact, isn't it the, the Candela is actually lighter than the Connecticut, Candela right? It's rare. Isn't it? The, technically, it's the lightest one. Right. It hasn't had any. It, it's 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 not ripe. I guess yeah, 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 yeah. Right, right. Now, is it's there? Candela is. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right here. The green one. So, yeah. for those that are not that are not watching. And it's sometimes. Yes, yes. Yeah, but the green one, Colorado Claro too, isn't it? Is yeah, the like, green, it's technically like when you're looking at the light, the scale of, right. of shades. Yeah. Green is actually light, yeah, most premature. And then the darker and darker and darker ones, like the Laheros, are right. 
all the way on the other end of the spectrum. Now, but do you make more flavored cigars, or you make more like Barber Pole well, or Maduros? Or? I tell you, so Connecticut Habano Maduro Barber Pole, then more variety of flavors. Okay, because the irregular Connecticut Maduro, you know, we make different combinations. You only can do so much with four type of leaves. Mm-hmm. So, like this one I'm smoking here. Is a different variation of that, pretty much. Yeah. Same tobacco, same wrapper. It's just a, so it's same everything except artisan, that one's right, that, more artisan than that is. Okay. And where are these hand rolled? Are they hand rolled in the United States or are they hand rolled no, here? Yes, here. Yeah. Oh, and here between uh, my shop in Queens, a couple of workers' basement in, 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 in you know Matins. That wow, old fashioned. I love it, mom and pop. Made you know what these America, remind baby. me of? These remind me of the um, LFD collectors uh, yeah. box where it's all they have a, a all different. Weird sizes, but they have the artist. The artistry yes. shows you. It, it kind of shows you how cigar rollers. Yeah, I like mean, I couldn't personally make this. I don't know if you. That's a, no, I. You know, it's, well, that's yeah. what I'm saying. It's 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 more of a. It's an art form. It shows you how good these people are of sure. what they can do Correct. with with leaves. It's uh, as John Fiant from John Jalen and Cigars consumable art. Yes, and then also. Nick Fusco from El Mago Cigar said something else cool, but I can't remember what it was. He, he said, said um, uh, he said another cool way of how to describe cigars. And I said I was going to steal it from him, and I can't remember what yeah, it was. Yeah, I'll, I'll find it really quick while you ask. I'll find it really quick. Now, how did Lefty's Cigars start? Because I know you have, you're have you based in New York. You're based in Florida. You know, I just got to tonight. Florida this year. Yeah, it's a uh, third, third or fourth state, but thankfully, okay. yeah, just this year. How did it start? So, if you read on the website, it gives you the background. So, my grandfather was a cigar smoker. His nickname was Lefty. Okay. Back in the old days, I guess, you know, South Pole Lefty. I was going to say, was he a boxer? You know what? Like, he was an amateur <laughs> back then, and big, that's how it was, I guess, in the 1920s or 30s yeah. when he grew up. So when I was about eight or nine or 10 years old, I would sleep over at my grandparents' house on the weekend, and he would take me to walk with him up the block to buy his two cigars a day. And where was this? Brooklyn? In Brooklyn, East New York, yeah, Brooklyn. He smoked these uh, Tiamo Churchill Presidentes. I'll never forget them. They were long, big, long cigars. And we walk up the block to the cigar shop, you know, once a day for two cigars. Put them in his pocket. I always was intrigued. I would, he would light them, you know. He would he would cut the end. He would light a cedar stick. He wouldn't let even he wouldn't even let the flame touch the cigar. He would go as close as he could. Roll yeah. the cigar. It took him ten minutes to light the cigar. That's how you I should. That that's how you was, should light it. I was impressed with it so much. So in 1996, he passed away. I said, I always wanted maybe I'll start smoking cigars. Maybe I'll take it up as a hobby. Something for my grandfather. Then in 1997, I was like the, not the inventor of, but the first distributor of these cigar humidor vending machines that came out. Oh, okay. Cigar I, humidor vending machines. I actually machines. have one in my shop. I'll, I'll show it. I think maybe I sent you a picture of it. No, uh, no I know we talked about it. i never seen yeah. it. Uh, so it, it's, it's, uh, this was in 1997. Someone just made a traditional like potato chip vending machine with the coils that go around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they encased it in a beautiful like mahogany, put a money and a credit card dispenser in it. And I, uh, I went to business with the people and I bought a few of them. And I put them in our catering halls and uh, gentlemen's clubs, strip clubs and stuff. And then after about six months, the mayor at the time, I think it was at Giuliani, he stopped uh, smoking all the restaurants and bars. Oh, wow. So, so it sold- was kind of like where you could put like some like the mac and noodle tins or something well, like, exactly. you know, you put I had, the... I had from a Cohiba down to a... Yeah. Yeah, just, right. just anything. Exactly. People, hey. so people had a wedding in a suit and tie. They feel like going to the lobby. Yeah, 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 yeah. It worked, it worked good. And and but and the machine was was, was hu- humidified. Was right. exactly yes. See, that's a genius idea. Crazy. Man. Now, um, you know, then they had to fucking stop smoking. Come on. Right within six months. Come on. I was a young kid, so I sold the machines. Now you know. Fast forward to twenty five years later, I tracked them down and bought them back. 
How did you do that? Honestly, it was low speed. <laughs> so I sold the machines to a guy in Puerto Rico because the smoking law was still okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He sold them to a guy in Germany when Puerto Rico stopped smoking in the restaurants. He sold them to a collector in Connecticut that put them in a garage. I found them actually in Connecticut from Queens wow. to Puerto Rico to Germany. To wow. Queens. So you just That's contacted crazy. the guy you sold them to. And then Not he- even know. I just went on an antique vending machine website to show somebody. So maybe I'll and you it. found them? Also, oh, wow. If no shit. That's crazy. And That's you know, like you, can, you can still use them. I mean, you, you know, can still well, put them in strip one, clubs and I have shit. One in my shop just for because it was mine. Yeah, you know. It but works. like strip clubs, you can still. I mean, I know there's a strip there's a strip club right up the road from us that allows smoking. Uh, allows smoking um, in the basement. They have like a cigar lounge. Yeah. in the oh, basement. Okay. So in a place like that, it would still work. I guess. Um, yeah. But I know that there's some some places that still allow you to do like private clubs. Right. Right. That's kind of how they they get around it where. You can't smoke in this public place, but it's like, all right, it's it's a private club, right, and it, they, should, they, they it charge you a dollar a month or something, okay, and now you. it's a private membership, yeah, what right? Year was, <laughs> it, was it when the internet was kind of new still, when you found them online, or was it- No, actually, I only found them last year. Oh, last year? Yeah, 1997 is when I started with them. By 98, they were gone for me. Now, let me ask wow. you, did you, <laughs> what was the markup between, like, from what you sold them- to- No, I bought them a lot cheaper. Oh, okay, so you actually made out on it. Very expensive at the time, because it was- Mahogany, yeah. New concept, so you made out of deal, nice. Wow, because it reminds me of uh, my great my uh, my great grandfather, Augustino Vincenzi, had a barber shop in the Bronx, and he was a big painter, and he would find out all the celebrities that were coming in town. So, and he would paint them. So he he painted murals of uh, Joe DiMaggio, uh, Rocky Marciano, President Eisenhower, and he would find them, and he would just I guess. Yeah, in the 1950s. We have one, right? Oh, yeah. I what mean, th- yeah, these are his paintings right you here. There's, there's one right there. There's a wow. ship. And you can't see that one, but there's uh That's one of them. That's nice. But, do we uh, have another one in here? We do. I think it's on the ground. But that was his claim to fame. He, you know, he uh, was a little barber, little Italian guy who owned a barbershop. If you go in the back of his barbershop, it was a walls full of paintings. And he would find them, uh, find these celebrities and paint them and just say, hey, take a picture of me and take my painting. That's nice. So I'll show you. I could show you after. Sure. But then, uh, again, years later, my family would have some. But then when eBay came around, my dad was like, hey, let me just Google Augustino Vincenzi. And all these paintings started popping up. And he just started going out to Jersey, Connecticut, New York, and just grabbing them. Some people would just give them for free. And like, hey, this is your, great grand- this is your grandfather. Take them. Some people were like, all right, give me like 200 bucks and call it a day. But so he just, started collecting them all? And all my family, all of them. Well, not all of them, but like. It was just bizarre. Like, we, like I, my dad would be like, "All right, we're going to New Jersey and getting Grandpa Vincenzi's painting." That's I'm nice. like, "I'm like, wow!" But uh, pretty, it's a pretty wild story. So when you when you said that, that's what it reminded me of because it's internet's a wild place where you can find almost anything. Oh yeah, these days, sure, change right? the world. So so Crazy. tell us how how did Lefty's cigar start? Right, you were saying that with, with your right, that was the first idea, that was the right, first exactly. idea that you had was the vending machine. So now what happened after the vending okay, machine? So like idea? I, said, I sold them right, and I. Didn't think about cigars for 20 years. Right. Always said to myself, you know, maybe when I get older, I'll do it more, get into it as a hobby again. Maybe if I hit the lotto, I'll open up a cigar lounge in Manhattan. It would just, just like that. Yeah. Nothing serious. Then about 2016 or 17, the food truck craze started catching mm. on in New York, as we all, you know, we all see that. Yeah, there's a hot dog stand on every fucking so I corner. Said to myself, I don't like the food business. Too much work. Yeah. You got to be married to, you know. So let me try something maybe that's, you know, I said to myself, let me incorporate the cigar machine in the food truck. Okay. And I made the first lefties, uh, you know, truck. And when you let it go. Oh, so you started with the truck. 
Yes, the first the first okay. piece of lefties actually is the truck. Was it like a food truck? The first one is on the website. It was a 1959 Chevy panel van for wow. like pre-Castro. I went and I flew to Vermont, found the truck from, you know, I wanted something pre-Castro for the whole yeah. cigar craze thing. And, you know, we, we you know, the insides all see the line and wrapped it with the logo and we take it to festival. Like, like you met yeah. me, that was the first one. But wow. the problem with the first one was it was a 1959 and it was an old-fashioned stick shift. So none of my cigar rollers because <laughs> uh, of course <laughs> I had to tow it to every event. Wow! <laughs> Friday here, Saturday, so it got to be a little soon. Yeah, it got a little expensive. Should just taking the fucking engine out yeah, and then put you use that as storage or something, right? If nobody's yeah. driving it, that's yeah. true. So wow. then uh, you know, then like the second one, a few years later, the third one, the fourth one, and now the fifth one is in Florida. So you have five trucks, right? And where's well, the that one first one? Was actually. Just sits there. It's out of business. You know? All right. It's out of commission. Yeah. <laughs> then where's the, where's the truck or where's the area that you service in Florida? In Florida, we did a Daytona bike week a few times. We did a, uh, an Italian feast in Jupiter, Florida last weekend. Sure. Got cousins there. We're Jupiter, in, Florida. Golf town. We're in Spring Hill this weekend. So I guess, I guess, I mean, we go, we'll go anywhere because we're new. But I guess Central Florida area. Central to South. Okay. And you're not in Florida. It's a part, another, no, I mean, le- another I, lefty? I'm, I'm there for this another lefty in Florida. Correct? Okay. And actually, the Florida operation is called Southpaw by Lefties. <laughs> All right. A little South twist. Right yeah, I get that. That's nice. That's awesome. And and this is this is full time. This is your blood, sweat, and tears. This now is everything. Seven days, 16 hours a day. Wow. Yeah, because I look at my hobby. Because you have events lined up. Because if you go on your website, you could see all the different events that are yes. upcoming events, which is pretty cool. Well, it's like they say where, you know, You'd rather work 80 hours a week for yourself than 40 hours for somebody else, right? Easily. <laughs> if you like what you do, you'll never work hard a day in your life. That's it's, it. It's hard work when you get home at the end of the day, but it's something oh, you yeah. enjoy. I mean, it's just like this, right? Like right. our nine to fives, you know, I can give, you know, yeah, I don't want to say it on, <laughs> on here, okay? But, but right? <laughs> you, get what you're saying. you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, you know, you got your nine to five, but, but like I could do this all fucking day long. This is not work. Easily. Like this is not work to me, Come on, right? Son. It's a business. Right, and you make money from, it, but this is not considered fucking work. What are we doing? I'm smoking a cigar. I'm talking to lefties right here. I'm hanging out with my boy. We're we're drinking yeah. bourbon. Like this isn't it's fucking work. work. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. isn't fucking 100%. work. <laughs> and now, and I love doing this, especially in the middle of the week. You know, it's a nice break up mm. in the week. Yeah, sure. I had a mm. long bullshit day with bullshit. I came over. <laughs> my wife was like, "Eric, drink a bottle. Ask Justin for a bottle of water." Take a deep breath. You got a big interview. That's it. You got to compartmentalize and move on. Sure. I so, like, I gave him, right. so I gave him bourbon instead. Yeah, so he gave him bourbon and a cigar. <laughs> and I'm back at it. She, she, so she goes, give him a bottle of water. I gave him bourbon. <sighs> yeah, I need a bottle of water first because I didn't drink any water all day. I have, I have my water somewhere. But, okay. but I was like, I, I'm talking to these contractors, busting my fucking balls. And I'm like, just fucking, I just need to get to the interview so I can smoke a cigar and drink some bourbon because I can't, I can't deal with this all it day. It really does relax you. Oh, 100%. Oh, People yeah. aren't cigar smokers out there, it really does. They, yeah, they don't, they nice don't get it. They don't. They, cheapest form of therapy. You know how many times, I mean, on our Instagram, I'm sure if you've, you've watched our Instagram accounts, is we post a lot of the stuff uh, about why cigars are good for you. And uh, one of the number one things that we always talk about is it relaxes you. It gives you time to kind of slow down rejuvenate you know re-energize whether you're reflecting on the past or thinking about the future it kind of it gives you that that stress relief that therapy and for people that it, they just they miss the point and they comment they go 
Oh, you're fucking killing yourself. I'm like, yeah. just you don't have you, fun you, having lung like, cancer. You don't oh, you shit. don't understand. Yeah. Like they don't get it. They don't understand how this is therapy. You know what? I don't want to get it, so keep them out. Yeah, so anyway, <laughs> more for us. So man. okay, so you got you have five trucks now, right? Four operational. Four operational. Yeah. One is one, one is show. <laughs> one is the show. That's okay. Are what's the plan? Are you have are you trying to get to ten? Are you trying to open up more uh, uh, you know, brick on, and mortar lounge? On, like what's yeah, brick and mortar? No, because I'm, I'm I don't I'm not a fan of the re- the big retail rent. Okay, so so no, yeah, because you don't have any rent. You just buy the truck out. You have insurance as your rent, right? <laughs> Which if it's not, if you're just towing it, you're not driving it. You don't need fucking insurance. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, the truck will drive. Yeah, that was the old days. Um, I guess you know. On one hand, you want to expand. And on one hand, you want to, like, as they say, stay small, keep, make it all. Mm-hmm. Because only for control purposes. Because in this day and age right now, it's hard to find good, dedicated, valuable, reasonable employees. People are going to treat it the way you treat it. To have, yeah. We have to have a couple of guys that do. So every time. All name lefty. All lefties. <laughs> you know, we actually have four lefties now that we, we're sticking with. Okay. We tried a lot of lefties that weren't right. Yeah, they were I righties. Love, I, love, I love the lefties. Everyone's a lefty. We tried lefties, but they weren't right. You get it? <laughs> Where's the drum? Where's the drum? <laughs> you know, if you find, like, if I, if I find another guy that's good, dedicated, in love with it, then we maybe we'll get another truck. Yeah. Until then, we're not in a rush. So, so it's more, you're just trying to go, uh, like I said, stay small, take it. Yeah, all. I guess. Quality, I guess quality, loyalty. I guess going deeper with what you have as, a, as opposed to going broader with more trucks. Right, yeah, you know, I guess quality as opposed to quantity. Something. Yeah. yeah. So what's the next? Um, quality over quantity. What are some of the next? Of, so you travel to different events we with do. the trucks every, wherever you. Uh, pretty anybody. much every day. If you look on the website, the website updates every Monday and it tells you where we are for the week. Okay. Oh, nice. Now, do you do private events too? Sure. Sure. A lot of weddings. A lot of weddings and stuff. Outings, engagement parties, 50th birthdays, all that stuff. Yeah. Corporate holiday parties. So, what's the furthest that you've traveled for for events? Good question. Uh, I was in Florida two weeks ago. But that's with the truck that's in Florida. Correct. Right. Um, I mean, going to Buffalo to the uh, Bills Jets tailgate in December. Oh, that's a great drive up there. Have you ever been up to a Bills tailgate? This week, I was at one in Jersey. But we're going to the one. Go to the one in Bills. Bills Mafia. Whole other world, Dude, Bills Mafia is Another level. I heard this serious tailgate is up there. I, oh, I was there. They're excited to have us. We're excited. To oh, be dude, it's another level. Time. It's I was another there. level. I went to a Buffalo, Kansas City Chiefs game uh, before it was Bills Mafia. Put it that way. No, Bills been, Mafia is is they're nuts. But this next is before, level. The Bills were good. This is before Bills What's Mafia that, the fan club or the uh, yeah. Tailgate so Bills parties. Mafia is 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 the yeah the fan tailgate. base that they they tailgate. call themselves, but it's not like <laughs> it's not where it's. Uh, I don't want to say it, uh, not next level to the point where they're just they're destructive and they're causing right. fights and they just take it they're just seriously. they're just die hard in love with their with their club and the the they have guys there's a guy there that that is making pizzas out of a fucking yes. filing cabinet like you ever see this guy when they first started doing this thing with Bill's Mafia they had it all over well, the they news. Got, they- I believe where it really started taking a trend for Bill's Mafia was that they were jumping on, they were putting people through tables. People were jumping off cars through tables. Yeah, they're like, yeah, they were, everyone, nuts. everything was like with tables with the bills. Wow. So they had this guy who who, who makes, uh, he's been doing it for like thirty years. Okay. And he took he took an old filing cabinet, yeah, right, with the three levels, and the bottom level he converted to his. Uh, like where you put the fire, yeah. right? With the embers and the coal and stuff. And then the middle cabinet is like a pizza shelf. And then he's got the top rack for like garlic knots or some shit. And the guy's That's making sick. pizza. 
in the, like in a freezing cold and he's like got a filing cabinet he's whipping out these pizzas and we're like what the fuck guys like yeah i've been doing it for 30 years everybody comes to me to get pizza like nuts just it's, nuts and and the people like you said it's from my last experience there everyone was partying and it was quality it was like a big family like everyone was having a good time there was no scuffles out with the jets I the see that. well this uh this business owner that hired us last week to do the uh jets for his bills in jersey he had left these hand rolled cigars there he had a dj he had people making steak filet mignon <sighs> pasta he had a bar full bar set up he had a um espresso cappuccino dessert tr- he had to go for thirty thousand dollars and he's a huge bills fan so that's why he invites us up to the uh, so now you're going to so that jets jets bills game jets that was a big game that was a big game and just so i bleed green over here okay but I be green. prepared when you guys go up to buffalo you're about to get your asses spanked no, well, he actually in buffalo fan, this guy. no offense but oh you mean no i'm no cause he's a big jets. he's a big jets fan and jets just beat the bills Great game. Jets played a phenomenal game, and it was a hell of a win for the, for the Jets. But when they go back up to Buffalo, entering the, the yeah tournament. yeah, yeah. Uh, this is I have a feeling it's no it's, joke. I'm telling you, yeah, man. It's, it's gonna be a, it ain't gonna be the same. It's <laughs> but, fun. I'm excited to go because yeah. Bills are coming for blood that game. I so you it. best believe that those Bills fans, especially when they're playing against the Jets, they're gonna be they're gonna be uh, excited. Yeah, for so, sure. No, but that's me. You're gonna have a great time up there. That's this guy that hired us even goes to Jim Kelly's house the day before the game. Really. <laughs> He's a huge, huge, big business owner in New York, and he's a huge Bills fan. Wow. I had I had something, and we started talking about X, Y, and Z, and I can't remember what the Sports, heck. Sports, which I know nothing about. Yeah. it's <laughs> Traveling? Uh, Furthest you traveled to weddings? I, nah, uh, Florida. Uh, Bills. Uh, Connecticut, yeah. Florida, Pennsylvania, New York, New Jersey. Yeah, tri-state, tri-state area. You ever done anything West Coast? No. Now, are, you think, are you thinking about it? Possibly? Not, honestly, too, too hard to control, and it's and it's not probably not worth the yeah. the expenses. You're probably not going to make unless somebody's going mean, to pay. Like if someone if someone came to me and was dedicated and loved the business and wanted to left these franchise in the West Coast, I would do it. Oh, okay. Franchise out? I would. You have I like would. a franchise rights and stuff would, like that. Yeah. Okay. For the right, you know. The, yeah. To me, it's about the right proprietor on the other side. Yes. Yeah. You yeah. Know, you're not going to just sell to someone to take their money and then they run run Ruined. your brand to yeah. the ground. Right. 100%. Right. That's what it's all about. Like the lefties down in Florida, it's a far, it's actually a son. His brother and father help him. They love it 99% as much as I do. Okay. They used to come to my events when I was in Florida and watch me and help me. And and then one day they said, hey, there's a part-time job. Can we do this? Yes. Wow. You know. No, I mean, you got to have people that are passionate about it. 100% 100% because you can't have some Joe Schmo that says yeah I'll give right. you I'll give you 20 grand for franchise rights and then it's like man eh, you know, yeah I no, guess. you gotta have somebody who's gonna love it like, like it's their own correct right and just as much as you smokers out there do love it right and it's easy if you like if you like cigars it's a very easy side business yeah yeah I mean you're it's pulling up with a trailer you open your window you're putting out your handled cigars that I made for you and sent to you and you're sitting there and collecting and money. you're sitting there and collecting money yeah and making people happy so, so I love base. it so let me so when you open up the first truck okay i imagine that you didn't you weren't rolling your own cigars at the time always from from the you roller. were okay so not from the get from that. the get-go it was lefties I'm not lefty to roller no but from, <laughs> <laughs> but from the get-go it was all always hand rolled cigars never sold a premium cigar in my life never sold a well they are I mean, premium. these are premium they're but premium I mean, hand but, but people say yes. all the name brands premium right 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 no i got you i, I got you on the i got you no, no we well we we always say yes Labeled brand name cigar in my life. I, I got to tell you, not just because you're in my podcast studio, but I've I, yeah, I've known you for the last two or so years. We met last year, and you sent me some cigars, and they were good. And then I met you a couple of months ago at the the Columbus Day Fair, and I bought a bunch of cigars. And what the? 
that finger's full? I think it was the fan. <laughs> oh, RIP to that fan out the window. But um, I bought a couple of cigars from you, and then I'm in a softball league. And uh, we put the softball together, team, this team, like last minute. Half of us didn't, didn't know each other, and we, we suck. You know, we just <laughs> suck. Well, so, let's be honest. Are you really there to win? Or are you there to just drink beer and smoke cigars? I'm just there to have a good time. Exactly. Yeah, okay. We, we go to we go to the bar after you know have a yeah. couple of beers. And exactly. That's what so you're it's there about for. The boys camaraderie. So it's a it's a draw, it's a guy softball league. Yeah, Come on. It's something right? to do on a Monday night. So the first couple of games, and I was like, man, this you know we're fucking losing. And then as I started smoking, I started bringing cigars just for myself. Every game we've gotten better. So. I'm like, you know, I can't stop not smoking cigars at my game. We get better every single Dude, week. Cigars and make I, it always better. My golf better easily. Dude, 100. percent So I smoked Lefty cigars last three games, and they're about this size. You know, Toro 50, 50. What is this? 54 by by six. This looks like that's a, a six 60. By 60 box press. Yeah, I was gonna six. say. Okay. Yeah, it looks stuff is six by sixty. Yeah, we give them value. It looks it looks a little less than sixty because of the box press because it's kind of squished. But it yeah, definitely sixty by six because I felt like Babe Ruth with cigars and mouth. It's a good smoking. size. Yeah, that's yeah, probably it's probably the biggest size easy. that I like. Yeah, biggest. Right. Me too. Yeah, I don't love a seven by seventy. The, hand, too big. the flavored stuff is a little smaller. Yeah, yeah, because it holds the flavor better. I will <laughs> say though, to go off what your point with um with cigars making everything better. There's a quick story. I, I remember playing. This, this is the reason that I always, always, always smoke cigars when I play golf. Always. I will never play a round without at least one cigar. That's great. It's usually a cigar per nine. So yeah. I'm playing 18, right? Same. So I'm playing a round of golf. And the, fr- the front nine, I had the worst front nine I've ever played in my life. Like I couldn't hit water if I fell out of a boat. It was so bad. So I get to the turn. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I'm better I than... hard to believe, bro. Dude, I was like, I'm, be- I'm better than this. Why am... I? It was just atrocious. So I'm like, what the fuck? So I said, all right. So I go to the halfway house. I grab two beers. I get my cigar. I light up a, a, a stove. I chug the first beer. And I go on and I proceed to have the best round of golf, nine holes of golf that I've ever had. Oh, yeah. Shot like even par. It was just... It was unbelievable. I said, what was the difference? Fucking cigar and a beer. So That's from it. that day, I have always, always. It'll be like the second hole, seven o'clock in the morning. I'm like cigar. Yeah. People are like, dude, it's seven. O'clock. I said, I don't give a shit. I, I will not play without a cigar. I agree, man. And <laughs> it I, relaxes I it you. My, it's the cigars last. You play double header, and they're about forty five minutes each. And they, the cigar gotta have lefty one. Lasted both games. Nice ash too, right? Great ash. Everything's always constructed well. I will the, say the, the this pull, is this is very nice. The pull is very uh, the draw is very always ample because it's all it's all about the draw with me for cigars. It if is. A, if it it's is. a tight draw, it, you can't smoke. So this is this is this is very nice. It's smooth, not harsh flavors. It's going nice with this bourbon. Like I said, the draw it's a good size too. Six by sixty is it's gonna my favorite size. This is, is nice. Okay. Yeah, six by sixty, like Justin said, probably is the biggest cigar I'll smoke. So if it's if it's right in it, these are good for something again, a sporting event. If you're hanging out at a party, sure. if you're doing something long term, if you're, you're here just to smoke a cigar in between like coffee breaks, probably not the best choice. Probably maybe get one of the flavors. Flavor stuff tends to burn faster, sure. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. No, but this is good. This is I get a lot of. Um, do you get a lot of female smokers? Do you ever get female clients? Not a lot, but we do. Yes, with yeah. the flavor stuff, you do. Actually, you're surprised. That's a good um, uh, marketing scheme. I don't want to say scheme because that kind of sounds Tactic, bad, but like marketing. Opener. Yeah, where, where, because, you know, traditionally, cigar industry is sure. predominantly men. Okay. Right. But 
I find that, like, for instance, what, what my wife, when she first started smoking cigars when we were down in Nashville, I went to a cigar lounge and I said, hey, come in. You're going to have a cigar at me. And she was like, hey, what do you got? And I, I gave her one of these Tatiana chocolates, right? Or it was a Tatiana vanilla, whatever it was. And she enjoyed it. Little flavor, a little sugar, has a nice sweet. She's like, okay. I'll, and it eases them in. Now she smokes cigars like That's she great. smokes everything with me. But it kind of, this is a good way for the people that, sure. I don't want to target just women saying, all right, women just smoke the flavor. Right. But anybody who's not big into cigars yes. and you want to ease them in and not say, hey, you know, try this fucking backwood or gas station shit. Try this one. It's got a nice flavor to it. It's a little sweet. It's kind of like sure. a, Dessert and then ease them into. That's a great way to do it. A lot of women and people haven't smoked cigars before. Think of cigars as one thing: a big black, disgusting stick that their grandfather smoked. Mm -hmm. Smell. (laughs) Now they're walking by my table at an event. Let me smell it. Cinnamon. Let me try that. Oh, vanilla cognac. Wow, really? Yeah. It's kind of like a pipe smoker. Nine out of ten times they like it. Yep. It's kind of like that pipe smell. There's a guy in our lounge that smokes pipes, and he uh, every time he smells. Ooh, ooh, what is that? Ooh, that's like. It's like vanilla? Is that is that espresso? And you're like, what are you smoking? He's like, yeah, I got that. The pipe, the pipe tobacco does smell, always smell. I got the latte, the latte pipe tobacco. Right. I'm like, geez, that smells delicious. Flavor is a big thing right now in the world. <laughs> it, it smells is. delicious. No, so what are the, some of the the obstacles that you face, like being in your business model as a cigar business? You know, what are some of the things that you constantly are facing? I mean, I really think that it's softened up a lot the world to cigar smoking. You know. Ten years ago, you see an old lady walk by. Oh, what's that? You know, it's disgusting. Now, not so much. Yeah. You, know, you you've been to the events. You see people yeah. that all coming to the table, and you know. I find a lot more women. That I, I I I hear them say, "Ooh, that smells so good." Correct. What is that? More yeah. people are tolerant of it, and more people are in love with it than ever before. I think. Yeah, and I've actually seen there are more events, cigar specific events. Yes. Than there have been like recently, the past five years, than there have been in the last two decades. Well, I, think- I, I believe that since I first got into the business with the machines in 1997, cigar smoking was, you had your traditionalists, then it was a fad. Now I think it's here to stay. Yeah. There's no more like sales going to go down. No, 100%. Because when you, okay, so my, my thing is, my business model is when you have a cigar smoker, you have them pretty much for life. Kids are smoking now out of college and they stop smoking when they get about 80 years old and their daughters tell them to stop. Yeah. So you have someone for 60 years as a customer Crazy. to give them good product at a good price. Now, and that's funny, too, because we talk about it, too. It's like, you know, you got somebody who go back to, let's say they smoke cigarettes right out of college. They ain't making it to 80. Correct. No, okay, you smoke cigars right out of college. They're going right to 80, and then they they could probably smoke more, but they're going to stop because their granddaughter says, hey. Now, you can, you're not considered retail, right? You're not considered a retail. No, it's more at- where we go under, like, arts and craft. So do, you, do you pay a seventy five percent cigar tax? No, it's because we we buy the uh, we buy raw material. It's different. We buy from farm. So you're not in, you're not like yeah, importing it I was in. I'm about not that. calling up a cigar distributor and saying send me ten boxes of cigars and paying that tax. Because you're rolling them here. Correct. You're not rolling them elsewhere and right. importing so them. We start off as a, you know a, a customer of the farmer, which is very. So so tell us about the positive way these days. Talk that's about that's the process of of. What it takes, like what does it entail to to roll your own cigars in in your in your truck? In you got to right, like you got to. I only know about, like I said, the part when it gets to when it gets here, growing, farming. I don't really know that part well. So where do you get, where do you get them? What what country I, you, I, you? I shop in Dominican Republic. Okay, a little bit Honduras and a little bit Nicaragua. Have you been to those factories? No, or is it all like over the phone, internet, uh, yeah. like? 
That's how it is. Say, hey, I want this leaf, this leaf, this leaf. I've shopped around for the last six, seven years to find what I like the best and what works the best. And what do they ship them in? What do they do? They ship them in, in like uh, I'm, I'm not going to use the word bale. It's almost like a like when you go on the, the, the potato sack slide and you're a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. They ship them one of those. those mesh, yeah, those mesh. So how much bales. how much do you do you bring in every like on a monthly basis? No, you don't want really to do it by the month. You want to buy all your stuff by April. Okay. Because um, those countries I just spoke about, Dominican Republic, Honduras, Nicaragua. They're very, very like, uh, use the word. seasonal. It's right. Yeah, yeah. July to September, they're not doing nothing. Right. You well, it's probably, it's yeah, it's yeah. So you want only so now. Let's say you get busy mid July. I need stuff in DR. They're you not know. gonna have it, right? I learned. I learned that the hard way. Five years ago, in August, I'm calling for stuff and I can't get it. So how much did you? So when do you? When do you? When do you ship in? And how much do you ship in? I make a I make a nice order in April. Then a little small in May, small in June, then I'm done. What's what's a nice order? Like pounds? Is that what I'm assuming? That's what it, it's really hard to explain because it's, it's bales and certain stuff. Like okay. there's Maduro leaf, there's filler, there's seed. It's it's all. It's so you all, just bring in all your shit, all my stuff. Correct. Okay. Actually, and my cigar rollers have a big part of what I buy. They know because they're from those towns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They sure. Tell me, hey, go to DR and get this. Now, are you so, trying? Are you? changing blends um, working with the cigar rollers and telling them hey I want a little bit more of this flavor or I a little bit more almost every one of those flavors <laughs> and then you tell them this is what and, I want also there's 10 times that things that don't work I'll say of course say, hey try a pumpkin spice uh, and it's, coffee yeah. cigar and it's just shit great it smells like coffee no yeah. pumpkin spice yeah, yeah. yeah. sure some things you think would work easy don't they don't right now have you have you seen um so there's this this big tobacco shortage, right? Right. There, where it's you know six months to a year to get any any sort of tobacco, um, raw tobacco, right. or 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 if you are a manu or if you are a, a, a manufacturer and you're trying to sell your cigars, it's it's a shortage. Have you come across that? No, thank God. But I mean, I'm not that big, and also I think that the manufacturers, the major companies, I think that they have this. I think that their stuff is old. Okay. I think that they're backed up, you know. Yeah. Plenty of stuff. Do you ever go into like a regular optimal store in your corner and you buy $18, whatever brand name store, I'm not going to mention any names, mm -hmm. and yeah. it cracks? Yep. Oh, absolutely. It's not so much the store's fault. It's been in the store's human door for eight weeks. It's been yeah. in the warehouse for eight weeks. It's been in the farm for eight, you know. Mm -hmm. My stuff, we make it on a Monday and Tuesday. And we start selling it Wednesday through Sunday. Well, that's why I always say, like, when, whenever you get in, like, you know. a package of cigars, whenever I order cigars from anywhere, as right. soon as they come in, I don't smoke them. I don't smoke them immediately. I ha I put them in my humidor. And I let them. I try to let them acclimate to um, to the humidity because they've probably been sitting in the warehouse. They're probably right. traveling. They're in a truck. The temperature's that's going up and down. That's just, that's just it's just that yeah. So I'm like, all right, you got to let them sit for a second. Let them kind of. Do you like any? Do you like any cigar brands that you smoke, or is it strictly lefties? Truthfully, and I'm not saying this because it's I'm, I'm one of the lefties, but um. In the past three years, I won't, I won't smoke anything else. Interesting. I used to like Monte Cristo. I used to like uh, Macanudo, you know, before I was... Once you smoke... I, I feel once you smoke a hand-rolled cigar, you won't smoke anything else. So, I, what? I, do, I, you I remember, do you remember the first cigars you ever had? Because I remember you said, like, your grandpa used to smoke. Yes. And then you started, like, hey, let me try smoking I didn't this. I smoked his cigars. His were, like, these big, long... I was scared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. What was <laughs> the first one? I was in my one? early 20s. I smoked a... Uh, Monte Cristo number three was called at the time. Oh, uh, okay. At a cigar lounge, and I fell in love with. It. I was like, "Wow, this is what my grandfather liked." You know, it was a torpedo. It was fancy. It was expensive. I thought it was, you know. Yeah, yeah. And then the next year, I was. After and, the you machines. Yeah. and you were hooked. And you were hooked. Wow. 
Well, I mean, that's not a bad cigar to get hooked on. Okay. No, it was the first one I ever smoked. First, first cigar, Monte Cristo number three. So, jumping into starting Lefty Cigars, you said it was about from 96? 97, you... I did the machines. And then? Then 98, that was over. Then it was like a, you know, until 2007. So, what were you doing in the interim between this time you stopped doing the cigar machines until you picked up Lefty's again? Insurance, real estate. Oh, okay. Whatever I did, I was always a people person. Yeah, sales. Sales right. works with that. You know? Absolutely. Any industry on the planet. Is, is sales. Sales, yeah, people, everything sales. Yeah. Everything. Every person's a sales Everything. Person. It is. If you're selling a product, you're selling yourself. Everything is... And pretty much anything you're doing in business from age 22 to 60 could go with a cigar. Yeah. Hey, you, you want to get my insurance business? Meet me at the cigar lounge. Oh, 100%. Hey, you buy a property from 100%. So, yeah, 100%. I think the same way around golf, too, is there's a lot of... Uh, yes, I'm learning that now. I'm not, I'm not a sports fan so much, and I, I don't play golf at all. But this last two years, I've been getting a lot of events at golf courses. Yeah, and I fell in love with the whole the whole lifestyle of golf. It's just, I still haven't picked up the club. <laughs> it's but, it's great though. It's like you don't even have to be good. Just like if most they know people aren't good, and you just just like hey, you want to like you gotta you, like let's say you have a, a, a deal, right? Hey, you want to go to the golf course? Have let's play around golf and smoke some cigars. See, my experience with it is mostly I'm getting hired to bring one of our trucks to the yeah. golf event for a, a charity or a corporate function and. The whole lifestyle of it is, is to me, is amazing. And then if if you're sitting at a hole, right, and you got, let's say they got this event where they got 100 people playing this event, everybody's got to come to your hole because they're all playing a course. Mm -hmm. So eventually you're going to see every single person at that event. You give them their, your cigar, you yes. give them your card, you say, hey, and they go. Exactly. And especially if it's this big wig event, now you, you got all these big executives. Up. They usually set us up in like the tee off location. Yeah. Where the guys leave from, they yep. come out from the breakfast. Yep. They all come to the truck, grab a cigar. Then when they're coming around, they're saying, I like this one. Can I have you call? Yep. I order some online. Sure, that's and then you get these networking for us. That's awesome. You get these guys that you know. Let's say it's this big, you know, big executives that are playing at this tournament or this golf outing. Sure. All of them would say, "Hey, do you do uh, private events? I yes. do do private events. Oh, I got a wedding. Got a fiftieth birthday. Got this thing. Got that yes. thing. Next thing you know, a lot of cross. Uh, you just had that. you know you booked six events from the one golf outing. What's what's your most like lucrative event, or what's the most lucrative way to sell the most cigars? I mean, you know, it's you know the easiest work. Is a, is a big fancy wedding because you're there for an hour mm -hmm. and you know a year ahead of time how many cigars you need to make for the night. So yeah. that's like, I guess like catering. You already know what you have. Um, the, my favorite event is a very crowded, busy festival you saw me at. Because it's just momentum. Yeah, just people walking right. by. One, two, foot traffic. Three, four, right, just, you know, it builds up, builds up at the end of the day. Like, wow, so that many cigars today? Yeah. I, I didn't realize it. It went so fast. So have you well, ever heard of, I was at an event um, the other day. It's called Oyster Fest. You ever heard of Oyster Fest? I've, heard of a few of them around. There's one in Oyster Bay, I think. Yeah. And it's, it's I mean, thousands of really? people. Thousands. Of, and there was there was a cigar truck there. I don't remember who it was. Um, it wasn't Lefties, obviously. But it was a cigar truck. And they had same kind of thing. And they had their own cigars. And we were coming out of a out of a, a beer tent. And we're on our way back. Said, all right, we're going to walk all the way down. You walk down Main Street. They have all these tents, all these shops. Actually, um, Village Cigar Headquarters. I don't know if you're familiar with them. But they were there. Yeah. And... Same thing. They had the truck. I said, all right, let me see what this guy's got. I just wanted a cigar to walk back to the car with. And pulled up a cigar, and it, it was all right. I mean, it did the job to walk back. But that would be an, another event. Oyster sure. Fest. They have all these things. You pop up your truck, and you got thousands of people huh. just foot traffic back and forth, back sure. and forth. They come right out the beer tent. They did just like I did. Right. I want a cigar to walk back to my car. Here you go. What do you got? Bang, bang, bang. Done. So... 
Oyster Fest. I was just Oy- thinking. I heard of Never heard of Oyster yeah, Fest. I've heard oh, of a man. Yeah. I've heard of it. It's a, it's a it's just a huge festival where they have all these different vendors, all these different food. They have a little carnival with the gate with the rides for the kids. Right. They got a circus. They got all these beer tents. They got. Right. So what's uh? You gotta be have any any like interesting encounters or experiences when you're like at one of these events and someone's doing wacky or maybe a celebrity came across like any any funny stories or anything like that celebrity okay the celebrity uh the lefties uh celebrity i guess story i have a friend of mine he's in the film business so he works on a tv show called blue bloods oh okay yeah yeah so he's a cigar smoker and he's an old friend so he tries my cigars oh i gotta tell you lefty these are the best cigars ever smoked he likes no problem so he tells me that tom Selleck. Of course. In the episodes, always those are his own personal scars that he likes. For Arturo Fuente, short stories, I think, whatever it is. He said, give me one of your little scars. I'm going to switch it one day and see if he likes it. <laughs> yeah. it. So he says to me, in March of 2023, it's going to be an episode when Tom Selleck is smoking lefties instead of his own cigar. No shit. <laughs> you know, he's, Tom Selleck didn't know that that day, let's say, but now, you know, now he knows. You got to take That's that and you awesome. got to like screen clip yeah, it and put it's yeah. in March of this year, my friend said it's coming. You got to screen clip awesome. that. That's, That's got to be a little snippet. That must be pretty cool to see. Tom, Tom I mean, Selleck gives him cigars. He tells my friend, hey, take one of my cigars. They try it. So one day he said, you take one of my cigars. Right, exactly. Wow, that's <laughs> awesome. Lefties. Now, you get any wackadoos at some of these events? That, uh, you're like, what are you doing? Like, just get away, get away from here. Like, let me come up and ask you for a white owl or something. I can't, no, you have a lot of people these days say, hey, you know, can I give you cannabis and roll with my cigar? No, we don't do that. Yeah, no. yeah. Really? They ask you for that? All the time. Yeah. I get, I get messages about like people yeah. wanting to send me cannabis like yeah. cigars. They're like, oh, this the cigar is. You mean uh, a blunt? No, no, no. It's like <laughs> a cannabis. Isn't that a blunt cigar? And I'm like, no, I'm, it has like CBD or whatever in it. I'm like, nah, I'm all right. I'm I don't know. Good. As far as I'm concerned, if you put weed inside of a tobacco leaf, it's blunt. It's a fucking blizzy. Okay. <laughs> and I don't, I don't even smoke weed. I've never smoked Me neither, weed. I never in my life, and I, but I would never like discredit a cigar like that. No, cigar but that's what I'm saying. Nothing against the guys who smoke pot. That's their thing. That's their thing. But, you know, cigar, that's it. It's like coming from somebody who doesn't smoke it, I know that you put weed. Beer in your cognac glass? No, exactly. 100%. You know, I, it reminds me of uh, I was at a, my cousin's wedding once, and my brother and I were smoking cigars. And uh, this guy comes up to me, he goes, "Hey, man, you guys got a cigarette?" And my brother just goes right off the rip, "Stogies, no bogies." What the fuck is that? Yeah, <laughs> just like that, yeah, yeah. Stogies, no bogies. And he's like, "All right." And I was like, "Dude, that was fucking hilarious." That just was, like, right, right off, off the, the rip, like he didn't even like. He was like, "Stogies, no bogies." He's like, people come up to the uh, cigar trail all the time. With a cigarette in their mouth. You have a light? I say that stuff will kill you. <laughs> yeah. 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 Not for that, I know. And they take the torch and the little cigarette and just blow them away. I actually, yeah. I actually did the reverse. I was in um, I was in upstate New York. I forgot where I was. Maybe in Rochester, Syracuse, some, some hotel. And we come back from dinner. I was like, you know, it was, it was kind of, it was like, like maybe 8, 30, 9 o'clock. I said, I want a cigar. It's like, I, I, I'm not going in. I want, I want to smoke. I brought a cigar. I want to smoke it. It was, I, we were coming, we were coming out. We actually had to go to another hotel to go to the bar because our hotel didn't have a bar. So on the walk out, there was a guy smoking a stogie. Get back to my hotel, said, I want a cigar. Yeah. So I actually went, I went outside. I went to the, well, I went to the hotel lobby. I said, hey, can you, you have some matches? I figured they have to have matches. Nope, no getting matches. He just said, no. Fuck. So I go outside. I'm like, there's got to be somebody smoking a cigarette out here. Got to be, right? So I walk around. I find this guy. Turns out the guy was from like South Korea there on business. <laughs> I was like, yo. You got a light? He's like, yeah, no problem. And he gave me one of the. I had to light my cigar. You ever see those, um, those like electric lighters? Yeah. Like it's got like a little it's spark. Out yeah. Blue. Yeah. 
Do you know how fucking long it took me to light my fucking yeah. cigar with that be thing? Rolling. Oh, I felt those. bad. I felt bad. Cause I said, hey, can, can I borrow a light? And he's like, yeah, sure, no problem. I'm going to take you. And I was sitting there for like five minutes trying to get this fucking thing lit. I'm like, oh, God. So light your cigar with like electricity. Yeah. It was like one, but I, I was in a pinch. Yeah. I had no, because I couldn't bring my lighter on the plane. Oh, as it confiscates, right? right? And I, I actually didn't have matches on me. I usually bring matches, but so I was sitting there with, so you know how the guy, the cigarette guy asks him for a lighter? No, I was the cigar guy asking a cigarette guy for a lighter. So now, thankful to that guy, Danny, who had his. What's uh, the idea behind not showing the face? Everyone's a lefty, only yeah, showing the hands. Where, yeah. where, where does that idea come from? Because honestly, like I said, there were so many lefties involved in the in the business. And it's, you know, hopefully some days there's going to be so many more. So you there's, not, there's not one lefty that doesn't get all the credit for this. So you want ah. people always guessing. And you want the lefty who is there in the moment to get the credit Correct. for it. That's interesting. Everybody does their part. Everybody works hard. Everybody services the customer. Wow. Because when we were first shooting, you're like, yeah, get my hands. And I was like, oh, this must be like an episode where he's like, you know, coming out for the first time and showing his face. And you're like, yeah, how do I block my face? I'm like, oh, shit. Like, right. this, this is legit. You know what? That's cool, too, because this. it's no matter which lefty is at whatever event – Whoever comes up says, "Yeah, I met Lefty from Correct. Lefty Cigars." It's like you—you you are the Lefty. Actually, the customers put like pushed it that way because they would come up to me and be like, "You want to give me the same deal that Lefty gives me?" I met Lefty at the last event. Then I'll right. go up to one of my other workers. I know Lefty, the one who's in the shop in Queens. You know, so we're always like, "No problem, we're all lefties." <laughs> That's we always take care of you. I like how it's Lefty the truck driver, Lefty the cigar, Lefty the Lefty the entrepreneur, Lefty to this, Lefty to that. Yeah, like he said, he's not Lefty the cigar roller. So even the cigar rollers. I wish are I was. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I took a couple of cigar rolling classes. And yeah, it's it's, it's, it's no joke, man. No, it's not. You know, to easy. do it, to do it in volume is hard, and perfection in volume is hard. Mm-hmm. I can do two cigars, yeah. Yeah, to, but to make them, to like you said, to make them in volume and to make them consistent, correct? Because there's a difference between making just lots of cigars and they're all fucking different, right. but to make the same cigar yes. over and over and over again, yeah. I was gonna say, look at that. Uh, my main, our, our main cigar roller. One of the lefties, his wife rolls cigars with him. Also, we call her Lady Lefty. Lady Lefty. Oh, yeah. oh that's. You know, and she's actually does so. She does most of what happens. You see this artisan work here. Yes. That's scraps that she doesn't want to throw out. She rolls Maduro cigars, and this is what's left over: the Maduro strips. Oh, so now, she when, actually. When the husband's rolling Connecticut cigars. She says, "Give it to me." And she. So she. Maduro strips onto it. So she. So that's a Connecticut wrap, and then they they put the the Maduro X's. Do they put right. the strips on there? Or do they wrap it with no, Maduro and then they cut it out? The strips on there. See, now that's impressive because I I've seen people waste. where they where they put they put the dual wrap. That's made that there is is double wrap from from the get go. From the get go, right? This here is a Connecticut cigar, and when the leftover at the end of the day is is leftover Maduro, they just cut the strips and they lay them on. They put like vegetable glue and they just kind of just it's roll it. It's like it's like tree sap. It's it's natural. It's fresh. You can lick yeah. it. You can you know. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Because it's a it's a very like. Detailed, meticulous cigar like, wrapper. The football cigars, yeah, it's just scraps, razor blade, and cuts it. You know. Wow, it's just like work. it's like it's That's like work. you have your cigar work. and then you then you put a little little flavor to it. Right, we should try that. See if we can do a BDP one. <laughs> just get like a, let's just get, get a Connecticut somebody. and just go like a, see if we can. It'll probably take us hours. No, we'll take one of our blueprints and we'll just put a little. We'll take a Connecticut wrapper, right. a Connecticut Maduro, cigar, right. and just take the wrapper off we and put it for Rutgers in New Jersey, the college, the football team. Are you custom? The coach is a, a big cigar fan, so he asks us through through someone who works there. 
he asked us to put an R. You know, so we made Maduro cigars in the Connecticut R. Is that another business like venture that you can get into? Is you doing could. custom? There's so much stuff. Do you think do. about doing that? I do, and we you know we we custom label a lot of stuff for the weddings. Yeah. And for the golf events, charity events. Because so that's cool. Like, there's one thing about having a label, but then if you have a custom, like, yeah. it's almost like, like that's got triple X, but yeah, yeah that's yeah, no doubt. like, hey, you got labels. I got the fucking, I got the bar. It's, it's cigar on the lead, it, bitch. So yeah. We do it for Rutgers, and we hope that maybe every college football coach that loves cigars would want it then, you know. Yeah, just don't, well, just don't get into, start. Don't go, don't get into the, uh, what was it, Robert Kraft when the Patriots won the Super Bowl, and he, um, he was handing out Padron 50s, and he was like, hey, everybody, try these 50-year-old cigars. I'm like, they're not 50 they're years not old. 50 years old. <laughs> like, Speaking of Padron, I have, a, I have a, a good story. So Padron, I don't know if it's uh, 7,000, is it called, or 700? Yeah, yeah 7,000. So Padron makes a cigar called the 7,000. So during COVID, every cigar shop, as well as every restaurant you guys know, was closed now. Then the mayor made an announcement on the TV in New York City that everyone was allowed to take a walk. I, mean, I don't know if you remember that. Like two weeks into COVID, we were locked down. Yeah, of course. Then the mayor. Yeah, you can over. go. You can go outside. Is what he said. Uh, you could take a walk Fucking in the block. Stupid right? so is it? <laughs> every restaurant cigar shop was closed. So those days, you're allowed to take a walk. We put the cigar truck out. Now all the cigar smokers have no choice but to buy from us because the shops are closed. So a guy comes up to the truck and says, "Ah, hand roll. I only smoke Padron uh, seven thousands." So I said, "Do me a favor. Give me it." I took the label off. It's a it's a six by sixty Maduro. I put two of mine in a bag next to his. As these are on me, I said. Go home, smoke them. I said, I'll be here Saturday and Sunday too. So then they came back. I can't tell the difference. <laughs> I said, I'm going to tell you the difference. Mine are $10 each. Yours was $28. The guy to this to this day orders a bundle a month. That's awesome. See, now that's, that's, that's thinking. thinking right there. Because what did it cost you? It costs you what? Ten dollars cigars for free to try. Yeah, but it doesn't cost you ten dollars to right, make I'm it. Just so saying, that's my retail price. Yeah. So I'm it saying, it, you know, it costs you what? Seven dollars maybe worth of merchandise to to and get a, a and maybe yeah. and also not even the fact of gaining the customer, which I like, but to show him that it's not you know. I feel this way about brand name cigars. I feel it's like clothing. If the shirt says Gucci, it's three hundred dollars. But if the same Italian tailor made it with the same material, he charged you fifty dollars. It's the same thing. Yeah, that's a good it's point. Costco brand. That's a good that's point. Line. Yes, that's a good point. Because there are some. There are some. I understand how people. How there are cigars that the tobacco is is rare tobacco. It's aged yes, tobacco. That's that's I get different. it. But, but then there's also some correct. brands that I'm like, right. ah, that's. I don't really think it's worth right. the forty dollars. Like if Monte Cristo had to make the cigar, they're going to charge you thirty dollars yeah. because their regular cigars are in the twenties, and you know they have. A million dollars a year insurance, a million dollars a year. Rent. Yeah, I yeah, that yeah. Stuff. That's the only difference. And that's it. Kind of goes all. We we say it all the time about Cubans, right? Is we say, listen, Cuba is just like any other country. They're going to be good cigars. They're going Correct. to be bad cigars. It all depends. It's subjective. It depends on what your palate is. If you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. So I've had some Cubans, or we've had some Cubans that will go for forty, fifty bucks, and they're fantastic. I've had some Cubans that go for forty, fifty bucks that I fucking can't stand. Right, yeah. not happening. And I'm like. Of course. I, so I, I I get there is certain um, certain cigars are priced one way because of the tobacco and it's Asian and then other side I'm like that's not really worth the f- right. you're just paying for the name for on the that most one part, you know you're paying for labeling you're paying for you're paying labeling their you're yes. paying for their history their yes, yeah and, you know, I, and I understand that yeah but then other times it's like uh, that's not fucking that's, that's not, not yeah that's but not I, worth but it. I I want to be like lefties in ten years from now still the home of the ten dollar cigar. Like Arizona great iced tea, one dollar, baby, ninety nine cent. I can't believe there's still a dollar. No, that's a, 
that's a good model to go after because uh, 10 years from now, cigars won't be $10. Right. Mo- most cigars. Now. Most cigars. Yeah. Listen, there's even a, in, in the city, there's a law with the taxes where a store can't even sell a cigar for less than $11. Yeah. Cents, whatever it is. In the city, it's, you have to, it's, there's 75% New York tax. Right. Plus, there's a city's tax, which is like a dollar, a dollar a cigar. Right. So it makes, it makes the bottom level, edge yeah. level price eleven dollars and change. And yeah. It's a $10 so you get a cigar, a twenty dollars. Yeah. Cigar so you let's say let's say you buy a cigar for because it's not seventy five percent on the retail price. It's seventy five percent of what your cost is, right? So if it's if it's let's say it costs you five dollars to buy the cigar. Right, you're going to sell it for ten, right? But now your five dollars, you got to tack on seventy five percent. So it's what three fifty or three and change, right? So now it's eight fifty. You're going to tack on your five dollar profits, thirteen fifty. Now you're going to tack on the dollar city tax, so it's fourteen fifty for a cigar that usually would cost you like nine bucks. It's like a so nine dollars to fourteen fifty. Correct is a fifty sixty level cigar. Yeah, you want something good now? It's costing you eighteen dollars. Oh my goodness! I remember we went in there and we saw the sign dollar. I'm like, what the fuck uh, is this? In Queens, uh, Havana Dreams. Yeah, Queens. And we went, and there was a big sign like "Sorry, you know, New York City imposes yeah, a dollar." Yeah, it's not their fault. It's just yeah. no, and, uh, yeah, exactly. It's not like we're gonna be mad at. at it's not just them. Yeah, it's New York City as a whole. It's just brutal. It's, it, it's so brutal. And then man. you go down to a place like Texas where they say, "Oh, you have to have a cigar tax." So they said, "All right, fuck you, one penny a cigar." Yeah. So they charge oh. one penny per cigar. That's their tax. <laughs> or you go to Pennsylvania and it's zero percent tar- yeah. tax. Yeah, it's just that's what people were doing. That that lived kind of close to the border of Pennsylvania. Right. Is when New York had this tax that came oh, in. Stuff. They just drove across, bought all their right. cigars, and came back. Well, like, brand names. Well, whatever they wanted. They just right. go across. They buy all their cigars. Cause, like, I don't have to pay the tax here. And the se- either I pay 75% tax or I spend 20 bucks in gas mm-hmm. <laughs> and get all my cigars. Enjoy yourself. So. one on the way back. Yeah. <laughs> so. It pays for itself. Right. That's easy. Now, what do you typically like to pair a cigar with? Is there one in particular or different time besides though. all of these? Different <laughs> what do you mean? Cigar like my coffee or bourbon or tequila? <coughs> I know some people are like, I like bourbon and cigars only. Depends. Like- I actually I actually got seasonal with the cigars myself. So like this time of year, Thanksgiving, Christmas, I like to smoke the cinnamon cigar. I like the hot chocolate cigar with a cup of hot chocolate. Nice. You know, the summertime, I'll smoke the uh, like uh, pina colada cigar. Maybe you know, like, um, I want I'm, I want to try the uh, the hot chocolate with the hot chocolate. I'll send you a couple. I would love to try that because come winter time, it light the fire. We should try it. We should go try outside right like with a blanket by the fire. Would love to try that. Milk, uh, a hot chocolate cigar with hot chocolate. It's mint hot cocoa. Yeah. Mint hot cocoa. I make it. So I make a mean hot chocolate man. Okay, Dude, I would right. love to make. Well, you got that, it's that one you smoke the mint majority you like. Yeah, but it's Connecticut based and it's uh, which is a little hot chocolate. I would wow. love to try that. Yeah, those cigar. I mean the banana and the and the apple pie. I think it was no no the, the cinnamon the cinnamon. I'm sorry. Damn, I mean. That smells so delicious. Like you and almost you, want, you almost wanted to eat it. And you know what? It, it tastes it tastes just as good, but the smell to the people around you is better. Oh, like if you're smoking that, I'm walking by. Eric, what's that? Wow, that's unbelievable. And I can't believe that you said you. It's three months. You leave the leaves in whatever, whatever, whatever the flavor is. It ferments. Yeah. Wow. And do you do you ferment it um, here or do you? It's ferment? done here. Yes. It's done here. So you so you ship those bales in, and then you whether it's Connecticut, whatever whatever it is, and then you soak them here. Yeah, very cool. It's a process, you know. So you said it was. So how let me let me ask how long does it take? From I know you said it sm- it it soaks for what a month or three weeks three weeks no, three, three weeks, weeks three weeks three weeks, three weeks. Okay. so so how long does it take from the moment that you get 
your tobacco in the country to the moment that you finish one of these cigars? Three weeks and two days. Three weeks and two days. Okay, <laughs> so, the, so there's tea. So the, is the tobacco aged pre, prior to coming yeah, in? I'll, like, so when the tobacco comes in, we make Connecticut, Havana, Maduro, and Bob Poles right then and there. Yeah, but how so long is the tobacco aged, like, down in Dominican Republic? I don't even, I don't have the answer. I don't even know that. Because I wonder how long, how long, I mean, it could be, it could not be, it could be just harvest. I'm sure it rests I for- I bought what's called their Primo. Okay. Public. Okay. And you know they tell you you're buying the same stuff as Cohiba and Monte Yeah, Christian. yeah. And I, I believe them because the cigar smokes as well. So it's three weeks and two days from the moment you get it here. Right. But it could be aged for a Correct. month, two right. months, it, however right. long the resting period is it's after they harvest in the it. In, in the, okay. And how and how many cigars do your cigar le- lefty the cigar rollers make in a day? I mean, I have one guy that can do. He can make 200 cigars in a day. <laughs> that's crazy. <It's> perfect. <laughs> now, how long does it take him to do that? All day? Eight, no, that's what I just said. So, so eight, but like, yeah, but is it eight hour day, 10 hour day, 16 hour day. day? Seven hour day. Okay, yeah. so seven hour he's, day. He's fast and he's perfect. That's crazy. So that's 30 around. cigars an hour. And he has an uncle, like a like an 85 year old guy that's slower, obviously, but you know, he's just. No, he's 85. Good. His hands are not as. Like yeah. He's doing it since he's 13 yeah. years old. He loves it. <clears throat> then they have a wife that does the artisan stuff. Then they have a daughter that's in her late twenties who's just as good. You know, oh, starting them young, they're getting yeah. them in there. See, oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Two hundred cigars in a seven-hour day. Yeah, he can do like really, really. So think about it. he works five days a week. You got a thousand cigars in a week. I, we actually don't bring him to weddings because he's too fast. Like you want to show, <laughs> you know, like calm down. You want the people to see what you're doing. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. Now, uh, what the heck was I just going to ask? Oh my god. Uh, yeah. Is there, is there a certain? Um, like cap for a week how many cigars you want to make in a week or is it I mean in the summertime we're busier because the weather's nicer and we're at more events yeah and now once like uh, New Year's Eve comes we slow down okay which is why we added Florida because maybe we won't slow down this year yeah yeah you know, for sure January, February, and March in New York you're doing like nothing outside obviously. yeah Most yeah now. yeah. we don't put the trucks out if it's under 54 degrees if it's raining so we have a lot of days you know we're not in the streets do you guys have like a little patio a bunch of chairs and stuff you set up around the truck I mean it happens like that in a busy festival. We have chairs always in the trucks. Yeah. If you come by and say, can I sit here and smoke one? Absolutely. We yeah, pull a chair. chair. Yeah, yeah. Your coffee, whatever, of course. Yeah. Now, what, what, you got these five. We talked about these, and you had mentioned there's the hot chocolate one. Mint hot cocoa. Mint hot cocoa. What other flavors you got? Uh, I don't have here. We have uh, espresso. Actually, cappuccino. I'm sorry. We have regular coffee. We have Merlot, which is unbelievable. Got a Merlot. It's the most challenging cigar I've ever. Like, I was not taking no for an answer. My rollers were telling me. You know, can't do it. It's the same as uh, lemon. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. Try it again. Try it again. Try it again. Try it again. What Merlot did you use? If you can, if you can answer that, I don't know if you can disclose that information. But actually, not not yet. <laughs> <laughs> you might be looking to do something with the wine company. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. I'm not certain yet. You know? But that's pretty cool. So you uh, soak yeah. them in in Merlot and yeah, just and let them. It's the best cigar. It actually, when you pick it up, it's like the cork of the of the wine. Wow. You know, now, what other ones you have having? So, you have these five. You got the mint hot cocoa, the cappuccino, you know, coffee. Mango, pina colada. Wow. So, you're just, you're getting them all, everything. Summertime grape. Getting strawberry. them all. But now that's like, that's out of season. Now you're doing everything. everything. Yeah. And what it, is it like a. I'm what, not trying. That stuff that we mass produce is, 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 is perfected already. Okay. And what is it that you're, is it like a liquid dye or like, what is it that you soak them in? The actual. Whatever. Yeah, like so for like the like strawberry. Stro- vanilla cognac is made with vanilla extract and cognac. So what about strawberries? You just put a bunch of strawberries in water and let it the wrapper sit in there. That's actually strawberry puree. Strawberry puree. Oh, oh, yeah. Shit. Strawberry smell. It's it's a real. You know, you have to be a fruit lover to like. Like you know, yeah. you open it up, you're like, wow, it's strawberry. 
you know, and so pina colada, you make a, just make pina colada, dump it in there. Right, exactly the same as the liquor. Shit. So what? Simple. What's something wow. that you haven't made yet that you you're, is in your back of your mind? Like I, I want to try this. There's eventually. So much stuff I want. You know, I, I want. Give us some. Give us. Give us. Give us a couple. What? What are some flavors that are like? What's some of like the craziest I want, shit? So we we once in a while we make a gray goose cigar. Okay, it works nice. I want to perfect peanut butter screwball whiskey cigars. Oh wow. man, I feel like that's a good. It's a tasty drink. A peanut. You, you know what would be you know? cool is if you had like. Now here's an idea. If you, because they have the peanut butter screwball, right? Right. If you could make a jelly cigar, and you put the two in again, I don't know peanut what, like jelly, what, like, like a peanut butter and jelly. Oh, as the Shambo, right? Like Chambord, right? Shambord. There's a drink, yeah, the peanut sure. butter and jelly. But if you had a peanut butter screwball whiskey, and put it in there, and then the cigar is some sort of jelly, like a grape jelly yeah. or whatever. Like you put the grape in there, put the grape cigar with the screwball whiskey, you got a peanut butter and jelly sandwich in a bag. <laughs> That'd be wild. Hell yeah. There's so much stuff out there today. We make an Anazette cigar, which is good after coffee, after dinner. You got to give me some of those. My uncle would Amaretto. fucking love Anazette yeah. cigars. He gets the, he gets them. I don't know which brand, but there's a, this one out there that he that he buys them. Loves them. And I can always tell when I go into my, my stepdad's man cave and it's like, he's smoking a fucking Anazette. So he if you have those... Uncle Danny loves Anisets, yeah. We did a private event about a month ago for uh, Korean War veterans. And I didn't realize like the eight, how old Korean War veterans are. They're in their early 80s. I didn't mm-hmm. realize that. So when the guy called to book the event, he said they want you to make them custom Maduro Sambuca cigars. Sambuca? Sambuca strong. So I'm like, all right. All these 83-year-old guys smoking these cigars like, they, like, like it was water. <laughs> Lighting up one after the other. Sambuca, you know, strong, wow. yeah, Sambuca's strong, oh. hell yeah. And, you know, I I made them like seven by seventy torpedo Maduros with Sambuca. Oh my gosh, and wow. that's what they requested. I could like I, I was like smoking one like, like <laughs> cigar, that's like the cigar smoked. your grandfather smoked. Right, now you know exactly, why your right. grandfather's smoking them. I didn't realize like you know <laughs> Korean War was the, the guys were that age. Wow, I was thinking you know guys in their early seventies. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's so much you can do. I'm, I'm trying to think. I didn't of, realize that. I'm trying to think of some of the most outlandish, like shit. a blue raspberry, like, like just a, something like cotton a, candy cigar. They can cotton candy cigar. Like there's so much you can do. I'm sure. Yeah, there's like I think of things all the time. But then there's, certain, there's, there's a lot of stuff out there. So. Now, what is there? What's the limitations? Like, what have the rollers come back and told you? Like, listen, you can't do it. Like you said, lemon. Why doesn't lemon work? It just it's, it's citrus doesn't. The paper doesn't take to the citrus. It doesn't. So it's, you it's, can't make an orange cigar. So the the flavor the flavor doesn't stick. No, you'll leave it there for three weeks. It'll come out. Doesn't stick. And then it's gone. A bunch of wasted lemons. <laughs> I wonder what. I wonder if you could like send that to like fucking Neil deGrasse Tyson and be like, hey, listen, this is what I'm trying to do. Do you know who Neil deGrasse Tyson is? No. He's this like. I don't know. He's, maybe he's the wrong guy, but he's this super genius, like astrophysicist guy, like just very, very intelligent science guy, like Bill Nye, the science guy. Send it to him, be like, hey, can you tell me why this doesn't work? Like, what's the? Sure is there a chemical thing like tobacco right. and citrus? They just they like oil and water. They don't mix. Is right. there? Is that the reason? Wow. Tell me why I can sure. do a strawberry one, but I can't do a lemon one. You know, <laughs> at the height of my season, we make thirty different types of cigars. That's thirty. Hard. That's hard enough to keep up with. Jeez, because man. what happens is you'll make you'll make uh, two bundles of the cinnamon, right? Then all of a sudden, fifty people want it. Now you, yep. they're gone. Now ten more people Fuck. want it. Wait a minute, you know? Yeah. Now, you, now you, you know. So what's the, at the height of the season? How many cigars are you pumping out? Like you said, what April, May, June, July is usually the best. You know, it starts. It starts like <coughs> our, our outdoor season starts like St. Patrick's Day. It starts off slower, and it goes to like. Columbus Day, very, very busy. Okay. Then Columbus Day to Thanksgiving cuts down. 
Thanksgiving to Christmas it cuts down, then after Christmas we're pretty. So let me actually let me rephrase the question: How many cigars are you pumping out a year? Like how many cigars are you selling a year? Maybe I haven't kept track of that yet. No. Wow. If you had, if you had to put a number, I had to take a guess. I couldn't even because you're off three months, January, February. You're doing a thousand, five thousand, ten thousand. I mean, think you got thirty brands. You're making if you do if you do a bu- two bundles of each, which is what about forty cigars, twenty five yeah. in a bundle, twenty so fifty cigars, thirty brands. That's fifteen hundred. If you're doing fifty, it's that's be that's tens of thousands. So it's got to be yeah, tens of thousands. Wow. And then if you have a guy who's doing two hundred cigars a day, five days a week, he's pumping out a thousand cigars. Well, I, I want actually this year that we're in Florida, I'm going to keep track. Once I have a full 12, 12 months in business, then I'm going to start keeping track of how many cigars every, cigar every day. Yeah. And then see like, all right, next year we got this. Right, we did ten thousand. Yeah, this goal, keep going. Exactly. Keep going. Okay. Like I say, it's never. It, I we've never had a full year. Five years that we're on the road. We never had a full year yeah. because of the weather. Right, sure. right. All this right. year we started in Florida in October, so January first. I'm going to calculate till December thirty first. I'd be interested to hear how many how many yeah. cigars. I would probably say it's got to be, it's got to be close to ten thousand. Yeah, got to be with all the different blend, all the different flavors, and then not to mention, right? We're talking about just these flavors, but not to mention you have all of the regular traditional traditional stuff, cigars. Right. How many traditional cigars? Yeah, traditional stuff makes uh means so we do Connecticut. Yeah, like non-flavored, just okay, traditional. We do Connecticut, Habano, Maduro, and then the uh, the, the double wraps. Okay, oh, so you got four double wrap. We do a few variations. And are they all? They're not all the same size. No, right? Because I see that you have a couple in that are not torpedo the- box press nubs. A lot of people are fans of the nubs. Nubs are great. Yeah, yeah. I don't, you know, I, I like it. You know, if it's people think it's so uh, when you're in a rush for a quick smoke, it's not a quick no, smoke. No, four, four inches yeah. by sixty is. Not yeah, there's a, there's a brand uh, I'm sure you're familiar with, Oliva. Oliva yeah, makes sure. nubs, and I, I love them. There's I always a brand called Nub too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so that's made by Oliva. Okay. Um, and there's a couple. Of them. I know Rocky Patel makes uh, their their version of it. Um, there's a couple, another one that makes their own version, but they're four by sixties, right? The right, little. And I always tell people, I said, listen, just because it's a tiny cigar, it's very familiar to the uh, same with Liga Pravada makes a, a flying pig. It's a six yeah. by sixty, but it's like a pigtail cap, and so it's right. a figurato. And I always I always say. Just because it's small, don't think that that's going to be a half an hour smoke. Because they oh, I just want something quick. I'm going to take this one. I said, that's going to last you an hour and a half. I'm yeah. telling you. I'm small. telling you. <laughs> okay. Exactly. You're 100% right. So, you have some pigtails? Some pigtail ones? Yeah. Which, uh, what's some of the pigtails? Uh, Maduro once in a while. Connecticut once in a while. It just depends on the mood, the rolls in that day. It depends. So it's not like a yeah. Fuck, I'm a rubber. I don't want to. Uh, I love it. I, it's kind of like let the creator just create whatever yeah. he yeah. wants. I like the flavored stuff. If you you actually said it before, the flavored stuff, uh, the foot is actually uh, tapered. Tapered. That's yeah, because he likes the way it lights better. Like this you one know? right here. I can see it right here. Right. That one. So yeah. it's an un- unfinished foot is what right. they would call right? He's just right. kind of like, I'm not going to cut this off. It's he likes just, the way he likes. Yeah, it's uncircumcised. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Jewish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I guess it wouldn't be a tapered foot. It's it's an unfinished. I gueah. Unfinished, unfinished, unfinished foot. yeah. Tapered Taper foot would be the... Like a torpedo. Uh, like the angle. Figurato. A figurato, yeah. yeah so it's yeah. unfinished. I've sense. actually seen some that have unfinished um, uh, caps. It's yes. like, or I shouldn't say unfinished cap because there is no cap. It's just kind of it almost looks like it's frayed. Yeah, it's yeah, just frayed. Before, sure. And I'm like, I wonder how that stays together, right? Because a cap typically is what keeps the thing from unraveling. Yeah. But they just kind of just leave it. There's I, one, um, uh, the the lost cowboy or the last cowboy. Yeah. yeah Remember yeah, that yeah, one? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's uh, that's a cigar. Yeah, it's a funky cigar. You you should you would enjoy this seeing as are your your uh, the lady who rolls uh lady lady lefty. lefty the one who rolls the art the artist and stuff <laughs> she would i'll take a picture of i'll send it to you Thank i'll show it to you when it's in there but it's uh sinistro makes a cigar it's the last cowboy the lost cowboy i forgot which one 
but it is it's like a figurado okay unfinished foot unfinished head and i believe it's the unfinished part looks to be maduro leaf okay but then the wrapper is connecticut but then they have a i think it's a candela leaf that they twist and they wrap it around like oh, a. Wow. It's, really, it's really, it's funky. really funky. Here, I'm, I'm gonna pull. I'll pull it's, it's really, really funky, funky, but it's it's such a cool piece of. By the way, go back to the Scarsdale thing. It's called the Scarsdale Diet Doctor Killer. So it was a Scarsdale oh, the Diet. Oh, you're talking about. <laughs> yes, this doctor in Scarsdale made the Scarsdale Diet was popular, and then he his either his wife killed him or his or he killed his wife. But yes, it was he was a, dying to lose weight. Check, yeah, check, dying to lose weight. There check the go. insurance before that. See if uh, if he took out extra insurance policy oh, yeah. on her. And sure. I tell my uh, customers with a hand rolled cigar, use a punch. Really? Yes. Punch cut. Okay. Yeah, well, we didn't do that. They're, they're, no, we didn't. They're always fresh. We could have. We could have. Hand rolled cigars are always fresh. We're turning them. We over. had a punch right, right here. So we could have used the punch. I've actually I've I'm not personally not a big punch guy. Um, I will, of course, do it if we're here and say, hey, you're going to punch a cigar? Cool. I'm going to punch it. I usually always stick with uh, looks like straight that. cut. Yeah. See? Oh, wow. It's it's funky. That looks like uh, when you on the cartoons when the cigar blows up. And the, yeah. Yeah. It's funny. funky. Like Tom and Jerry. Right. And, right. and some blows it up in his face. It's, <laughs> excuse me. It's a really yeah. funky. It's very, uh, cool. it's, never, that's the only cigar that I've seen and it's like that. But yeah, it reminds me of those like the LFD, boy. the LFD ones that have the uh, the... Ten cigars and they're all just yeah they, different they artisan cigars too I've seen yeah them, so. it's a um, something collector's edition like millenni- millennium I can't remember uh, it's like M M F C A M some acronym whatever but it's the same thing they have uh, actually that makes me think of it do you have any ideas to like I know you make some of these like you have that one that right. she made that this one is this one's more just a traditional barber pole you said you did this one you did something with the R for Rutgers. Do you have any other ideas to make more like those? Triple X or some other cool different designs? Yeah, like all, the football one. Yeah, all the time we get different, you know, different different ideas and different variations. You know, if you look in uh on the website, different times of the year we have different variations. You have to do like a Christmas tree one or you know, I'm I'm always trying to find a way to change the color of the leaf, like candy cane. Yeah. Can't be done. <laughs> Can't be done. <laughs> you know what? You're the, like the first guy that I feel like is trying to that tries to kind of stray away from the traditional shit. Sure. Like, you don't really find too many people. When I, when I first started smoking cigars, I thought the barber pole was like the most amazing thing in the world. I'd be like, I want that two-tone one right there. Yeah. I want that one that looks like a candy cane. Of course. Candy, it looks know, cool. Different, you know? What is that? It's two, two in one, you know? So, I wonder... Now, now it, that's commonplace to me, you know? Yeah. So, you can't make a red... You can't make a red... No. You'd have to dye it. I yeah. wonder... I wonder if you were to take... Um, like a Connecticut or a Candela, and if you soak it like you soak these, but you soaked it in red dye. Hawaiian punch. It won't take? It does not work. You've tried it. doesn't take. Wow. Does it, does it take or it can't be changed? That's it. Wow. Really? Wow. People tried before me. I feel like you're like a mad scientist with cigars. So that sounds, it, sounds like, it sounds like all you do all day is just try to, it's like you're like, yeah, you're in the lab. You're just like, I'm going to put a little bit of this. A little. I just give the idea and after like four or five people try it and it can't be done, I'm like, all right. Wow. <laughs> Because I'm not an expert, you know. I, I didn't grow. Yeah, up, but you're just you know. yeah. You got the ideas. Right. Go try this. Can't be done. All right, try it again. Well, yeah, I mean that's what entrepreneurs have, right? They have a million different ideas and they keep so, pumping them out. So hold on a second. Things. So left what the entrepreneur. A, what about if you took like a Connecticut wrapper, and then you took a Candela Christmas tree? Yeah, red and green. You could do that because it's green, right? So you just put the Christmas tree right yes. on top, and then if you if, if you took if you took the cinnamon like or or a uh, 
if you made one that's like clove, like spice, like the mm. cinnamon, the, what is it, the anise, the clove, the nutmeg. Right. Soak the cigar in that. So you made like a, in a Connecticut wrapper, and then you put the Christmas tree on top, and it's like a Christmas yeah, Christmas you miracle. You could, put a Christmas, you, could, you could put a candela Christmas tree. Yeah, because it's green. Maduro, sure. Yeah. That'd be a, a little Christmas miracle right Interesting. there. Interesting. Now you got me thinking. Yeah, like, dude, there's maybe, so many. Maybe next year we'll make it. We'll name it after you. There you go. Bob will pull with a candela. I mean, shit, I'd smoke that cigar. Come on. Who wants to try it? You have to try it. Come on. Like, you have to try it. If you're in a store and you see that, I'm like, I'm fucking trying that. Like, yeah. I've never seen that before. Who doesn't want to bring their uncles or dad cigars with freaking Christmas trees on it during Christmas? Yeah. Come on. Popper's a great gift. Yeah, easily. Fantastic gift. I like that. I like where this is going. Just kind of stepping away from the. From the traditional route, you know, you know, it's hard to get. It's hard to get the old-fashioned sitting there waste cigar smokers to try anything else. Yeah, oh, I don't smoke flavored shit. They tell you, sir, try the vanilla cognac one time, and then six out of ten of them become a vanilla cognac smoker. See, that's Four like morning, <laughs> storming to look at it. Yeah, see, we're we're kind of I'm twelve years old. All right, we're kind of like wow. that. Like we, you know. Typically, don't smoke flavored cigars. I, 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 I don't typically yeah. smoke flavored cigars, but I'm not going to not try it. Right. right? Like, if you were to say, hey, try it. That's cool. With me. He said, hey. I'm going to try it. He said, hey, he goes, here, this one on me, it's a mint flavored cigar. I was like, ah. He's like, no, I'm try it. Just try it. And yeah. I smoked it with him at the event, and yes. I was like, wow, this is actually good. Like, I actually yeah. really you know enjoy it. But I think I would, the, 100% yeah. would. But I think, I think the main difference that we touched on way in the beginning of this episode is that these are soaked. The whole cigar yes. is soaked in whatever the flavor is. Yeah. It's not just a dipped cigar or just injected. Right. They're legit. Right? These are complete. So, I think the biggest thing is that typically flavored cigars are dipped or they're injected, injected but not soaked for three weeks right. in whatever it is. So, I think that's the main, that's the main difference. I mean, but I would, I would 100% I try these. I think that the big name guys make a flavored cigar out of a cigar that was like a reject. Yeah. That they weren't going to sell. Yeah, they're going to. Of course, that's what I think. It's a business. It's a business move. It's fine. Business move. And if it sells, then great. That's a great idea to instead of throwing out the rejects. Yeah, no, I understand it. Because nobody's if it's if it's injected with shit, nobody's going to taste that it was a reject. They're just going to. So I get it. I get it. Wow. Lefty cigars and mad scientists. What an episode, right? I mean, how far we are? Hour and twenty three. What an episode, man! I love it. This let I like the cigar scientists. The cigar lefty. lefty the scientist. That's lefty you, man. Scientist. That's you. <laughs> so you're lefty the lefty the cigar owner. Lefty the cigar. Lefty the Ned scientist. Lefty the cigar scientist. That's a new, I want to add to the website. I like that one. <laughs> the website. So, oh, man, is that going to do it, man? I mean, we're getting down to the cigar. It's this is great. It's accurate. Hour, almost an hour and a half. No, this is this is absolutely going to be an hour and. I could probably go hour 45 with this. I could probably get another 20 minutes out of it. Easily. Right? If we're, Especially having a conversation, easily another 20 minutes. So not bad for the price, right? I love it. And I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big advocate of you smoke it as far as you can smoke it without it burning, without it being hot. I mean, the construction. I mean, look at all these. Look at these big, firm ashes. Everything yeah. is intact. Stacking dimes. I mean, when he dropped his cigar on the table, it just went boom. And I just picked it up like this, <laughs> like a stack of dimes and threw it in. That was perfect. So, like you said, it, it seems like you have a real good grasp on quality control. And if people can't see the ashtray, there's some big, long, stacking dime ashes in this ashtray. So, kudos to you for keeping the quality Thank perfect. That's the most important thing at lefties. I think so. I think uh, if you don't have a good qu- I mean. 
essentially all cigars are the same. And what comes down to it is salt tobacco. Some of it yeah. comes down to marketing. You know, people people attract to different flavors, different sure. uh, logos, the looks of it. But if you smoke a cigar and it's you can tell off the bat it's shitty quality. You know, sure. it's of course it doesn't right look- off the bat. Like first thing that's got to be with this one is hundred percent is the draw. Okay, now certain cigars, I understand you have to let them open up a little bit, especially right. if they have a tapered foot. Like that BBMF I smoked on my wedding day, had to let it open up. Yeah. But after the first, you know, inch or so, if the cigar is not giving I me know. all that smoke, yeah. I'm tossing it. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. It could be the greatest cigar on the planet, but I can't, I can't taste it because I can't get any smoke in my fucking mouth. Right. Like, you got to have a good draw, which is why I feel like there's a delicate balance between packing enough tobacco in there to make it worthwhile but not enough tobacco so that you have a nice easy sure. pull because sometimes it's overpacked it's so tight yeah. and i'm like i can't i feel like i'm sucking a watermelon through a garden hose here i can't get shit out of the cigar yeah <laughs> then you sit there poking it with the skewer i'm like it's too much work now do you have any family members like you have any uh, sons that are growing up that you're trying to get in the family business i have one son he's 13 Okay. And, uh, you know, he's not obviously not smoking yet. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Why not? But he's interested. <laughs> he's interested. <laughs> All right. I used to tease him since he's a baby. What's your favorite cigar? <laughs> I like a box press barber pole. He would, like, tease me because he, like, he liked the name, I guess, you know? So, at what, at what age are you going to introduce him to cigars? I'm going to wait till he asks me. Then I'm going to tell him wait till next year. <laughs> <laughs> now, when you do – now, I've heard stories. Like, we had Lito uh, – Tony Gomez. So, Lito Gomez is the owner and creator of LFD Cigars. Okay. His, his – uh, Tony's – is his father. So he told us his first introduction to cigars was, all right, you want to try a cigar? All right, take a cigar, inhale it. Inhale the cigar. Bleh. He goes, all right, that's what you don't do with cigars. Now learn that from day one. And that was his first experience with cigars. We had... Um, I know I know the very next story you're going to say. Uh, uh, who's that? No, I, I, do you? Who's yes. The, who's the other one? Um, it was uh, Caldwell. Oh, okay. I am thinking, okay. Yeah. Robert Caldwell. So Cold, yeah, tell him the story Caldwell. So Robert Caldwell cigars... His thing was, listen, I got into cigars by being a bad kid. You know, I, I, uh, he stole some cigars from like a little convenience shop and his brother-in-law caught him. So he said, all right, you want to, you want to try and get some, want to smoke cigars? He bought him like a Churchill cigar. The biggest fucking cigar he could find. Smoke this. And he smoked it and he loved it. And he was like, I love, I fucking love this cigar. And then he found out that cigar shop that his brother-in-law took him to was like right down the block. So his brother would say, Hey, go to the smoke shop and give me a, a, Four cigars for twenty dollars. So he drive his bike, and uh, he said the cigar shop owner was nice. So we throw him a cigar, and he thought his brother in law like taught him a lesson by smoking this big cigar, and he ended up loving it. And he would just buy and buy yeah, cigars from his brother in law, and then funny. pocket some that he got for free. <laughs> and so, then the, the 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 ending to that story is so his brother his uh, his brother in law or whatever right step brother brother in law tried to get him to not like cigars by okay. giving him right fell in love with it. Years later, has his own cigar brand, finds out his brother-in-law buys cigars from him. Yeah, it's funny. So, it's all like so full So The full guy who wanted him not to smoke it, he's now like, he's now he's buying them from you. So, you have to, you know, when your son comes to that, when when your son said, dad, I want to smoke a cigar, you got to find a little tactic to give him a little... You give him one of those, uh, give him one of those Korea cigars. Yeah. <laughs> smoke this. <laughs> oh, for sure. So, I mean, would that be a goal of yours to have your son kind of continue your footsteps? I mean, you know. Lefty like the kid. Lefty, 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 baby lefty, baby lefty, little lefty. I hope at the time, when the time he graduates college, it is a big enough business for him to take the next level. Yes. Yeah. If it's That's, not, if he wants to become a doctor or an attorney, fine. Yeah, sure. You know. I just, then he can be your lawyer. Yeah. 
One way or another, you got to help him. <laughs> One way or another, man. Whatever okay. you do, you got to help someone. Either you're going to be my... The business is enough to support him and all the lefties. There you go. Around at the time. Love it. I love it. And it, I mean, it sounds like you care. Again, you you sound like you're a person who cares about quality. So you care about the quality of cigars, but you also care about the quality of your employees because sure. without, without good quality employees, you don't have a good brand. You right. don't have a good cigar. Yes. So that's important. All of my customers, like whatever truck they go to, whatever wedding they're at, whatever golf course they're at, they're happy with whoever's there. Good. It doesn't have to be one particular. Whichever guy. lefty it is. Yes. And that's and that's a huge like ease off your mind like stuff that doesn't keep you up at sl- like, keep up at night. Right. I would think like right. you know you know you might have like ten employees and eight of them are really good and the two you're like oh no did did Joey Boombox do his job today like ah you know like uh. yeah so you're not you don't have to be worried about you know, whoever it is with us what's great all the uh, lefties that work with us were customers first ah okay. Yeah. You know, once, twice, again, mad times. scientists. You have a little. You now, have. No, you have, have like, now you have your ways now of doing saying, Hey, can I sit down and smoke a cigar? Hey, if you ever need a hand, I like cigars. I'm I'm, I'm free. You know, what one guy is a is a professor in college. He teaches Italian and French. He's a lefty on the weekend. Wow. You know, he's a lefty on the weekend. Yeah, you know, and he's wow. a college professor. That's a, I just love the way that it comes a, off the another tongue. Another guy. He's, he's, he's 37 years old. His parents are wealthy. He doesn't have to work. He's a lefty. He's a lefty. You know, he's the rich lefty. <laughs> yeah. The fortunate lefty. Lefty, the spoiled one. <laughs> uh, he, just, he just doesn't. Yeah. Just listen, I don't need money, but I love to do it. That's privileged lefty. Yeah. That's what, that's what you want. You want people that. that, that one lefty owned the cigar lounge years ago. One lefty was the cigar unit with a vending machine. It's all, you know, it's all. I just, I love that whole premise. That's such a cool idea. Again, and it goes, and it, we talk about this all the time with the burn down and the blueprint. You know, it's all about having a story. Like people, the reason why they buy the blueprint is because of our story. They follow the podcast for a long time. It means a you lot know. these days. Yes. And it's good to have a brand that has a story behind yes. it. So the fact that you have a very true, interesting, different story, I think people can buy into that. And clearly it shows because, you know, you've been in business for five, six, seven years and you're doing well. Five, four, four trucks, one one off of a- One decommission. One, one yeah. And it's important. One's a, uh, what do you call it? Hist- I guess antique. Like a historical landmark. You don't exactly. want to touch that one. <laughs> you turn it into a museum. Yeah, you turn it into the museum. Yeah, it's good for pictures, you know? That's, that's what it is. But yeah, no, kudos to you, man. So- Thank you. Congrats, Mr. Lefty. Thank you, guys. And uh, I think- I think- yeah, we've been, what, an hour and a half? Hour and a half, man. So, this is kind of the end of the episode here. So, what we like to do is give you, Lefty, the red carpet where people can find you. We know you have a website where all the different events, but the red carpet is yours to plug away and kind of just see where people can find you and where they can follow you. So, have at it, please. Well, we, like, we like our uh, satisfied customers and new friends to follow us on Instagram, Lefties579. We also like them to check out the website, www lefticigars.com okay and I'm actually uh, as a gift to you guys starting on Black Friday until New Year's Eve I'm going to put a promo code called the Burndown 10% off and all cause, you know internet orders and stuff like that awesome well, thank you it. well thank you let's do that my pleasure well, We're I love it, it. Uh, we'll put a uh, we'll put a link on our website um, for the same thing for and this from Black Friday yeah and this episode but, so check uh, it out right now from from lefties uh, uh, from Black Friday to New Year's Eve we'll put a, a link linking to that Sure. Uh, to your website where they can use the code. Um, we'll put a little, we'll get your logo put on the website, click it, let, you can go right to leftiescigars.com. Uh, business um, deals right here on the podcast. It, man. Over a cigar, what do we say, right? Come on, business deals always happen so, over cigars. So again, check out Lefty Cigars. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for listening. It is the Burndown Podcast. That's Justin over there. I'm Eric, and this is Lefty Cigars. Till next time, thank you guys. 
Lefty, we appreciate you coming on, taking the time to meet us. Thank you. Cheers. Chin chin. Salute.